Are you looking for alternatives to the Kindle publishing platform? Have you considered some of the aggregate publishers I've mentioned in previous videos? You may remember one specific aggregate publisher I've mentioned time and again, and I've actually had the pleasure of tracking down their director of marketing, Kevin Tumlinson, for a very exclusive interview on this channel. Stick around. Welcome to Self Publishing with Dale, and if you want to master DIY publishing, make sure that you subscribe and turn on your notifications for all my latest videos. Man, I'm super jacked about my guest today. He comes from draft to digital and his name is Kevin Tumlinson. Kevin Tumlinson is a best-selling and award-winning thriller author, host of the Word Slinger podcast, and director of marketing for draft to digital He is known as the voice of indie publishing, appearing on hundreds of podcasts and YouTube channels and at conferences worldwide, speaking about independent self-publishing as a career and a community. You're going to want to pay attention and stick around all the way to the end on this interview because Kevin's going to drop some 411 that's going to blow your mind and send your eyebrows. Draft to Digital is really rolling out some neat features, and I even mentioned one of the features this past Monday in my self-publishing week in review. Without any further ado, welcome into the show, my good pal, actually newfound friend here over the past couple of months, and somebody that I've talked about and referred to in a couple of my videos before is Kevin Tomlinson. Kevin, it's so great to have you, man. How are you feeling? Yeah, it's good to be here, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling great. I'm having a I'm having a great time right now. <laughs> you know, before we even, I, you know, I, I have to talk about where are you at and why uh, are you there? At the at this exact moment, and you can kind of it's blown out. You can see a little bit of sunlight streaming in behind me. I'm in uh, Saint Beach, uh, Saint Pete's Beach, Florida, uh, for Nink. Uh, that's novel novelist Inc. here in uh, Florida. I, I'm coming off of this will be the. I'll be here for a week. This will be the last week of a nearly month-long tour of uh, author conferences. I was at Indie Book Fest in Orlando uh, last week, and in Utah before that. And, and I got more coming up too, man. That's tremendous. <laughs> Is it a good time? Are you having fun? Yeah, you know, uh, one of the one of the perks of doing these um, conferences is they're usually in places that have a lot to do, and uh, there's usually a lot of people willing to go out and do that stuff. So, yeah. Having a real good time. <laughs> it's it's funny. It seems like this is the time of year that there's a lot of uh, self-publishing and, and writing conferences. So there's yeah. never a lack of things to do this time of year. And no, it gets uh, pretty busy. Yeah. Especially yeah. for for you. And of course, I you know have already made the introduction prior to us in the interview. Is you're um, you're the marketing director, correct? Uh, right. Draft to digital. Right. So right. Draft to digital. I've you know I've really just sang your praises over and over and in fact just last night i finally tried to tried the new uh interior layout yeah where has that been all my life i'm Literally. telling you man i'm what telling you it's the tool nobody knew they needed <laughs> it, it literally mind-blowing i'm telling you this and i'm gonna probably have to go back in and update my draft to digital review based on this interior tool because okay. it is phenomenal Phenomenal. I'm not being, we're going here. By, by the way, folks, he does not pay me to say this. <laughs> when I went in there, I'm going, and I had to take a screenshot and put it over on Twitter. Oh, we saw it. And my CEO, by the way, uh, loved that screenshot. That was, he commented on it the moment it, it appeared in our Slack channel. So yes, kudos to you. Uh, very good. Uh, yeah. No, that tool in particular uh, is one that I was very excited about. Like I just couldn't wait. You know, it's been kind of, it's been brewing for a little while, you know, 
Uh, we've been on a pretty regular cadence at, of releasing new features at draft to digital um, and that one was a couple weeks ago uh, uh, the well maybe about a month ago now um, and it's been phenomenal I mean it's you know I and I kind of tease and I'm I'm pitching it as a sort of a a competition to uh, Vellum <laughs> and it, and it kind of is, but I mean, you know, Vellum has uh, a few features we, we don't have yet, but we're adding more templates and we're, you know, we're beefing that up and we're going to improve it over time. I mean, it's, it's a free tool that, you know, does everything an author needs to make their book look really professional. So well, I, you know, I don't know what, how Vellum works. I only know it just through, um, I think it's Michael Laron's YouTube channel. He had actually reviewed it some time ago. Right. Um, but you know, with draft to digital, I like the fact that there's it's easy to use. That it's on your site, and I don't have to download software. I'm no, I don't know if I'm off on that. If you have to download no, no. Vellum software, no, nothing. Uh, as we, as I put it, we are um, operating system agnostic. Uh, everything we do is uh, browser based. So practically any browser. I haven't. Uh, I've even tried this. Um, this the, it's not as streamlined and easy to do but i have actually experimented on mobile browsers to see if i could upload a book uh, and now that iphone has the uh, files app uh, that's become much easier so if you've got a word doc or an rtf file sitting in dropbox for example or your icloud drive or whatever uh, you can basically hop on your ipad or iphone upload that document and go that is insane. Yeah. That's that. That means officially, I don't need to lug my laptop around in order to actually publish my books. I can literally just leave home with my phone and just go ahead and just publish. And Man, I'm telling you, as an experiment this past week, so I was uh -huh. at Disney, okay, because I was in Orlando. You got to go to Disney. It's a law. It's of a course. state law. You have the oranges, and you have to go to Disney World. Um, but just as a as an experiment between rides, you know, I'm waiting to ride the new Avatar. Uh, uh, was it called Flight of Flight of Passage? Amazing ride, by the way. Um, but I'm waiting in line, and I'm like, I wonder what I could do just just in this line. Could I could I write and publish something in the next you know two hours of wait in this line? Oh so my I, gosh, no! My phone out now. I'm stealing from Michael Laron here. Michael Laron told me that he writes his books entirely on his iPhone using the on-screen keyboard. So I wrote a little short story. I ran it up to draft to digital and I uh, uploaded it, previewed it and everything. I, I haven't hit publish yet because I want to, I'm thinking I'm going to experiment a little more with it. I think I need some more editing too. But uh, yeah, you could totally, I mean, with nothing but an iPhone, you could write and publish your books, start making money. There's so little excuse for people <laughs> not to be able to publish something these days. And I think that you yeah. guys removed that barrier. And uh, just kind of another key selling point. It's funny, you're the marketing person here yet. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm excited about some of the things. I think one of the cool things is you don't have to publish it on draft to digital right. to utilize right. the tool. Right. Why, why do you guys do that? I mean, I, I really, what's, you, what's, what's the catch? So the biggest reason that we don't uh, force you to do that. Well, first of all, we're founded by, you know, there were three founders for draft to digital. Two of them are coders. Okay. Programmers. One of them was an author. Uh, he was kind of the, this started with him, right? Um, so he understands. I'm an author, you know, and uh, I understand what the needs of our community really are, right? Mm -hmm. We wanted to create things that that could help that community. Um, it's hard to justify charging people who often have no budget whatsoever uh, to do the things that they need to do in order to go out and make the money 
you know, that they need to survive or whatever. I mean, you know, some people are making their living from these books, right? So um, we figured it's kind of like a good Samaritan, good turn kind of thing, I think. But, you know, that's only part of it. I mean, we do have a business model that does depend on making a profit. Um, but we, we figure we want to build our business in such a way that everybody benefits. Um, so, you know, we take a percentage of, we take 10% of distribution or, or royalty from distribution, right? Um, so we only make money if you sell a book. So it's in everybody's best interest for you to sell a book. <laughs> so yeah. we're going to do everything we can do to help you do that. And, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you feel the same about us. You're going to help us survive by coming in. You know, you don't have to publish through us. Uh, there are plenty of valid reasons why you might want to go direct or why you might want to be exclusive. Um, and I respect that. I, I preach a, you know, I'm an evangelist for, for indie publishers, frankly. And I, I mean, there is a strategy out there that you can use to go exclusive for a time and then go wide, you know, after a certain period. I'm okay with that. I, I will, I will help you do that. <laughs> I will tell you how you can do that. Um, but the idea behind draft to digital is, and has always been that we, we never want to charge the author directly. We always want to build tools that help the author succeed. And, uh, I, you know, we've lived up to that mission. I, frankly, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know that I would work with the company if it was centered entirely on profit. I don't have to work for anybody, you know, I mean, I was doing pretty good with my copywriting business and my books and, you know, uh, I was just a big fan of the way these guys thought and operated. I loved them. And I, I preached like you, man. I, I was just always talking about them and they heard me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Am I going to become an employee before we know? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot make that guarantee. No, 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 no. You don't want me there. I, I, yeah, you don't want me there. But uh, all joking aside, uh, you know, definitely we're going to hopefully revisit draft the digital. We're going to talk a little bit more about that, but I do want to yeah. talk to you. Just, you just open up a whole can of worms here and something I haven't gone and researched fully is you're an author and you're a self-published author. So I'd right. love to know, first of all, A, what got you into this business? And, and by you haven't gone and researched fully, you're trying to tell me you haven't bought any of my books. I That's what you're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> you're you know, like, I, I've got all yours because we just go over it. It's like, <laughs> there's Dale's account. Here's his book. I'll I just got, read it. <laughs> I got everybody's books. Um, so I, you know, I, I've been writing my whole life. I mean, I, I always joke and say that I wrote my first book when I was five um, and it was, you know, notebook paper and front and back. And, you know, that's an apocryphal story. I mean, it is true. I did. I've been writing since I was old enough to hold a pencil. I've been writing and telling stories. Um, and I wrote professionally from the age of 12, meaning I, I got paid for it, uh, writing for newspapers. And then that evolved into writing for magazines and that evolved into, you know, radio and television. So I, I you know, I've got a pretty rich media career. Um, but you know, writing and telling stories was always the heart of my career and my, and my work. Um, and I published, so I'd written a, a couple of books. Uh, I did get a traditional contract and that didn't end well. Um, <laughs> I kind of figured out that I was going to lose money, uh, by having it. I had a bad, bad contract, really bad contract. But what I did learn from that is that I didn't like you know, the whole gatekeeper scenario and uh, self-publishing at that time uh, was still taboo, uh, still something that you only did, you know, if you couldn't get a contract. Well, I got a contract, so I figured there was no harm. There was nothing for me to lose. Um, I started kind of tinkering around, found out about 
an early version of what's now known as uh, KDP. And uh, I published my first book, my first sci-fi book in 2008. And then, uh, and then I, I have since pulled that and I republished that one in 2000, in 2010. But you know, over the course of the next few years, I, you know, I wrote a couple more of those books. And then um, I think late 2013, I, I decided that it was time for me to take the whole thing much more seriously. And uh, I, I just really started kicking ass. I, I created my uh, 30 day author formula, you know, and uh, which is really just about putting your butt in the seat every day. And, figured out how to write books really fast if I needed to, um, or take my time if I needed to. And the important thing was to be consistent. And then boom, I was, I was right. And I wrote sci-fi and fantasy for a very long time, but, um, about a, a little more than a year ago, going on two years now, I think, um, my, my friend and co-author, uh, Nick Thacker dared me to write a thriller, uh, while we were on air on a podcast. And, uh, uh, you know, cause he writes thrillers. And so I gave it a shot. Um, and that one ended up becoming a bestseller and ended up, you know, winning some awards and making a lot of money. And I decided that I was a thriller author now. <laughs> you were like science fiction. No, yeah. I didn't write that. I did thrillers right. this whole yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, so I have like around 40 books, a little more than 40 books out there. Um, and, uh, most of them were sci-fi and fantasy right now. Uh, but the thriller, my thriller books are starting to kind of really pick up steam. So, Could you, would you care to share? How are you, man, that is a great volume of books over such a short period of time. How are you able to do, because I'm, I'm assuming they're novels or they're, you know. The majority are novels at this point. I mean, when I first started, it was a lot of like novellas, you know, and short stories, things yeah. like that, uh, which, you know, that's fine too. The nature of what a book is these days um, mm -hmm. changed quite a bit. I think, People are far more accepting of shorter work, you know, mm -hmm. so, uh, so there's some of that in there, but, uh, you know, I have, well, there's at least two, two trilogies in there. And then there's a whole bunch of standalone, um, novels, um, and, you know, some, and a, a series, a serialized series of novels and some collections and things like that. Siri heard me, by the way, she just popped up. All right. <laughs> you have to be very careful when you say things like, serious or series um anyway <laughs> i don't know what she was gonna look i think she's looking at my my collection of books um that's good I, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the the dan kotler books those are my thrillers um mm -hmm. you know i have three of those three full-length books in that series so far and a uh, novella and you know the fourth one is in progress if I can ever not be at conferences. <laughs> I've gotten some writing done. Yeah, well, no, man, it's all good. It's yeah, all good. yeah, you, especially since you're having fun. So what's, how are you able to produce such good quality content at such a rapid pace? What is the secret to your success? Are you doing talk to text? Are you a fast typer? Nope. Um, what's your system? Just mostly, a fast typer. <laughs> mostly a fast typer. I, I, I've been a writer all my life, right? So okay. and a large portion of my career was copywriting. Um, and if you've ever, uh, most people have never been a professional copywriter. Um, those who have will know what I mean, but you know, you're always writing a deadline and the deadlines are always insane and you have to produce, you know, quality content. And then a lot of times you have to produce a lot of it, even if it's not all in one document. Um, yeah. You know, I would have, so I've worked for agencies, you know, I did a lot of agency work, uh, but I also uh, was a freelancer for a, the largest portion of my career. And, uh, 
you know, to keep the bills paid and keep food on the table, I had to take on more work than I could really handle most of the time. So you just kind of, you know, they say the first million words are practice, you know, <laughs> uh, I passed that mark, you know, years ago. Um, you just get to a point where you you understand the rhythms of the language and you, you're able to just pour it on the page. And it, it, there's no, there's no way to get to that other than to practice it. But I tell, I've, I've coached authors. I've helped, I've helped thousands of authors at this point. The, the secret to being prolific is writing every single day. You know, even if you're just chunking out 500 words on a page every day, that's iterative progress. You're, you will complete a book, turn off your internet editor. Your your job, your only job is writing, you know, while you're writing yeah. and sit down and commit to, I'm going to write X number of words every single day. Some people, they push it and they want to do 5,000 words, 10,000 words, whatever, you know, if that's uncomfortable for you, don't worry about it. Just do 500 words if that's all you can do. Um, I did, I have one book that I wrote 60,000 plus words in one day uh, to just challenge the crap out of myself. And uh, it's a favorite, by the way, it's a fan favorite, but it, it hasn't caught on. The people who discover it and read it love it, but it hasn't really... I guess I'm not marketing it correctly. That's what's happening. <laughs> gotcha. that, that book is evergreen. And that's sort of a, that was my first attempt at a thriller and I went supernatural thriller with it. So uh, that, and I love that book, you know, uh, but I'll, I'll probably never attempt that again for the rest of my life. That challenge was accepted and completed. <laughs> so. Wow, that, that's still incredible. Sixty thousand. I mean, the, probably the best I've ever done is probably ten thousand in the course of a day. And yeah. kind of like what you're saying, you just feel like you. As soon as you're done, you're so men mentally and physically spent. And like I literally felt like I collapsed after doing a ten thousand word day because typically I'm like what you say, where I'll I'll at least yeah. do five hundred to a thousand words per day, which is right. pretty exemplary. What is your app? I'm just curious because. You know, it's so funny. You see these self-publishing shows and they're typically asking what income is. Me, I don't care about the income things. I want to know how many words per minute are you typically right. uh, averaging? Oh, words per minute, I don't know. Words per hour, I mean, I, I'll do, um, on, if I'm just kind of being relaxed about it, I'll, I'll, I'll do around 2,500 words. If I'm, if I'm really pushing it, I tend to do about 5,000. And, um, you know, I, so you can do, you can see how, in a day's time, you know, I get up at five in the morning every morning. If, if all I have to do that day is write and, you know, bodily functions and uh, I've got some <laughs> loving and kind enough to bring me coffee and food, um, which I do, uh, then I, you know, it's, it's not as difficult to do that. Uh, although when I wrote Evergreen, I was mostly in a hotel in, um, in Manhattan in their lobby. Uh, the, but there was a, a person, a very understanding waitress who kept coming by and refilling my coffee cup all day long. She got a huge tip out of it. Uh, and, uh, also took care of, you know, anytime I had to go to the bathroom, I, all I had to do was point, you know, she, she'd keep an eye on my stuff and I, you know, she brought me things to eat. <laughs> she took care of me. It just I goes to show that you didn't even dedicate the book to her. I've just now realized, Oh, holy crap. Oh, what were you thinking, man? That's it. Unpublish it. It's not even worth it. Now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm you know, I think it's just tremendous because it even shows that, you know, you don't have, you don't see any kind of limitations when it comes to writing because you're writing in a line waiting for a ride. You're mm -hmm. writing in a lobby of a hotel. Right. And I'm sure you've probably, what's the strangest location that you have ever written at? 
it may actually be the line at Disney World at this point. <laughs> That's that is pretty that maybe the strangest one. Um, I mean, I've you know the thing is because of the, I mean, the whole idea of writing on my phone is somewhat new. Yeah. Okay. So now that that is open to me, the you know the stopper has been pulled. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna run for whatever I can find. I mean, I'm gonna write everywhere now. All right, so before we get too far over into other things, man, because I know I can really start to chase shiny objects within conversations, I want to discuss a lot more about Drop the Digital and what you guys are about. We've kind of discussed that a little bit. Um, Can you tell us exactly what what gets you to stand out from, say, a Kindle Direct Publishing versus what you're considered an aggregate publisher? What's the huge difference and what's the value that we can see in one over the other? I mean, the the first, uh, when you compare us to KDP, um, we there's no exclusivity with draft to digital So you, you don't have to use us, uh, even if you use our tools, you do not have to use the service. Uh, you know, distribution is how we make our money. So, of course, we, we would love for you to hop in but uh, and sell books through us. But if you just want to use us to convert your book and go direct to Kindle or Kobo or anyone else, that's fine. Um, we we understand uh <laughs> but we, the biggest difference is really that's the big one really uh there, there is no exclusivity um you don't have to use if you do publish through us you can pick and choose which distributors you want to use so yeah. if you prefer to go to kobo direct uh which a lot of our authors do because uh, they like mark lefave you know and he's a swell guy um so that you can actually choose to publish everywhere but kobo um, so, you know, we're about flexibility. If you, if you've noticed Amazon is not exactly about flexibility and options, uh, they, they really want to funnel you into one set of, of options, uh, none of which are, are all that terribly aimed at, you know, you, <laughs> they're more uh, geared towards, uh, supporting Amazon. Uh, but yeah, as far as us versus, you know, other distributors, that's really what it comes down to. I mean, we're a way to get all your data in one place. You can get all your sales figures, all your royalty figures in one place, see how you're doing. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the price of that is a 10% cut. I always consider that sort of a, a convenience fee. You know, I was always willing to pay 10%. Um, and, you know, it all depends on your strategy. I've known people who thought 10% was just too much. They just can't. They can't decide to part with 10% of their income uh, for the conveniences we offer. So. What silver spoons were feeding them when they were growing up? I mean, you I'm know, telling you, 10% is, is exemplary, especially when, since you have When it comes to like, money, man, <laughs> people are, can be funny. And uh, yeah. just giving up that 10 cents on the dollar, I mean, it, 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 it really rankles some authors. So, and that's fine. I mean, we knew that was going to be the case. And, and, we figure, you know, you attract more flies with honey, you know, that, that philosophy. Um, we would rather provide you with the tools so that you can go out and be successful. And at least, at the very least, you spread us by word of mouth. You say, you know, I don't distribute through them because I like to keep my 10%, but they're a great company. Go try them out. And we figure more authors will come to us and decide to that 10% is a cheap cost um, to get the benefits that they're getting. And and stick around. And so far that's been the case. I mean, we got no shortage of authors. <laughs> yeah, abs- absolutely. And, uh, you know, I, I do, I've been focusing a lot more of my efforts over on draft to digital 
most recently, you guys saw some really big victories at your headquarters. And when I say really big victories, I think you know exactly the ones. One that was just was announced today that I'm super stoked about. I'd like to save that one for last. And then a more recent one before that, outside of your acquisition of Overdrive. Congratulations on that one. Getting well, we didn't acquire. I, let, me, let, me, let me clarify that. We didn't acquire Overdrive. Uh-huh. That they acquired like you. <laughs> bought, no, it makes it sound like somebody bought somebody, but we're a partner. They're one of our partners. Okay. Uh, my apologies. <laughs> no, I just wanted to make that clear because we don't want that language to, you know, spinning yeah, out. Overdrives comes in like, you don't own us. You That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, you did just pick up Overdrive recently, right. but there was an even bigger thing. And I was so excited about it because it seemed to me in the audiobook industry, ACX was the only game in town. Right. Tell me a little bit about what I'm hinting towards. And of course, <laughs> let's talk about the big news that was announced today course this being three weeks from you know yeah, right launch now. hopefully by now everybody's already you know banking on that um so. so we uh we formed a partnership with uh find who are huge they're the biggest audiobook distributor on the planet um they distribute to literally literally everyone i mean if you can think of a uh, an audiobook distribution platform uh it is probably being uh, getting sourced by Findaway, um, but Findaway wanted to launch its new program, Voices, which is aimed at the indie author market. Um, and they came to us, and we decided that we like their business model. They they operate very much like we do. They're they're they are the draft to digital of the audiobook landscape. Um, they have the same terms of service, basically. I mean, you know, you don't have to use them. You don't have to use any of their distribution. Now that you can't like create your audiobook for free. Now that's a whole other thing, but you can get, if you already have an audiobook file and it's not exclusive to, you know, Audible or something along those lines, then you can bring it to find a way and distribute it for free. They make their money on distribution just like we do. Mm -hmm. um, if you come in through draft to digital, by the way, and go, you don't have to use this for distribution. You don't have to use this for anything. Mm -hmm. But if you come in through us and convert your book and, and distribute it to find a way through us, you don't have to pay the $49 admin fee. Now that's, that's pretty sweet. Um, yeah. But you, you do still have to pay for audiobook production. But what these guys do is they, they do a sort of interview, entrance interview uh, about you and your book. They'll help you find an, a, a narrator that is uh, perfect for your book and perfect for your budget. So you, oh, nice. you know, now you, you gotta be a little bit realistic here because there's, there are no narrators who are going to work for 50 bucks. I wish there were. <laughs> this price per hour, 50 bucks is, is so insanely right. low. That's lower right. than minimum wage. Exactly right. So you're, you're, what you've got, though, is a, uh, a network that will help you find the right narrator if you are reasonable about your budget. Now, we don't, I say we, this is Findaway. Findaway doesn't do a royalty split. Uh, the way ACX offers. Hmm. Instead, um, they let you want to keep all your rights anyway, right? This whole royalty split thing, it, it looks attractive because it reduces the price of uh, audiobook production, but then you're giving away some of the ownership of your book uh, yeah. permanently in the case of the narrator. And, you know, if you distribute through um, Audible's uh, ACX, you know, if you're exclusive, it's a seven year commitment. Um, you know, to quote the meme, ain't nobody got time for that. You know, I don't, no. I don't want my book. <laughs> I don't want, first of all, I don't want someone else to own rights to my book. Uh, if I can help it without me being compensated, you know, I don't 
want to give someone rights as a compensation to them. That doesn't make sense. I want you to pay me for rights. I'll do that, you know? So uh, what they've done is they've eliminated that whole thing. Um, and instead, we're, we're working really hard to figure out ways to get the overhead of audiobook production down so that you can't, it's much more affordable. <clears throat> and we're talking down from like thousands of dollars to hopefully hundreds of dollars. We're working to find ways to do this. Uh, so that, and we don't want to cut the uh, narrators out. We want them to make a living too. So we're finding ways that, you know, maybe they can be compensated somehow. If you want to do a royalty split, by the way, totally on the table, you can set that up on your own, bring the book in, uh, do whatever you like. Um, what's really cool about this though, one of the things I've, I've thought was really interesting, you can, uh, now you can start marketing shorter audiobooks. Um, on Audible's credit system, readers tend to just get the longest book they can get for their money. Otherwise, they feel like they've wasted their credits, right? Yeah. So, you know, that cuts out a lot of authors who write shorter fiction or shorter you know, nonfiction. Uh, it cuts out, you know, new authors entirely because, the, you know, the credit system tends to funnel people to known commodities. You know, I don't want to waste my credit, so I don't want to get this unknown author. I want to get Stephen King or I want to get, you know, some uh, Neil Gaiman or something, right? Uh, and those are fantastic authors, but there are, I mean, I know plenty of indies who are equally as talented as those guys. So what we've got now is a scenario where we can increase discoverability for unknown authors uh, because the author can control their price and they can also post shorter work, uh, which might tend to attract people to, you know, just try you out for a buck or so. Right yeah. now, Audible controls its price. Audible always controls its price. Yep. But Amazon's real good about price matching. <laughs> so if you price, you can price all the way down to zero through Findaway Voices. Audible's going to charge thirty-five dollars for that book or something, but you can set it everywhere else for for zero if you want. Use it yeah. as a top of funnel. Um, if you are only charging, you know, a dollar or so for the book though, and you get you get 80% of Findaway's royalty on the book. And there's a, a chart on a blog post I have. So you're not getting 80% of the sale price, but the royalty and rate is based on the sale price, on the book's cover price. So okay. if you charge $10 and Findaway gets 45% of that, it's usually more, but let's just say they get 45%. You get 80% of that 45%. If that makes sense. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, it totally does. Yeah. So you the the real magic here though, is that let's say that I am a new author. Uh, I have some equipment I could record myself if I wanted to, right? Mm -hmm. So my overhead can be zero. You have to meet certain, you know, standards of uh, quality for the production, but they're not tough to meet, you know, <laughs> do a little bit of digging and they'll find you. The find away guys will tell you what you need to do and they'll vet it for you, by the way, they'll listen to it and say, you know, this doesn't match or whatever. They'll, they'll, they'll help you figure it out. Um, but you could record yourself reading a, a serialized um, short story, you know, maybe 10,000 words per episode, quote, per book, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and start posting those up for 99 cents. And uh, these guys distribute to Audible, iTunes, and 170 plus other markets. So now, You've got a book up there that people are, if they, if they don't want to use a credit, they're willing to pay a dollar or even $5. People are so used to books being 
$40, I mean, they'll, they'll pay 10 bucks for a book, you know, uh, for a short story, I'd say probably price it at the $5 range and down, but that's going to be up to you too. Um, and then presumably audible will match that price, right? But if they don't, your book's out there in enough other markets, it's probably going to compensate. <laughs> right. So, anyway, that's, that's all really exciting. I mean, what it, what it does is it opens the door to a whole bunch of new, uh, ideas, new ways to, uh, to, to go at this and to add audio to your, mar your book marketing strategy. Uh, so that's just plain brilliant. I mean, I, it, to me, it's a game changer. I, I can't wait to see how it unfolds. Find a way has built something really cool and we're, we're very happy to be a part of it. Yeah. This is where I plan on myself for my self publishing business is starting to produce through find a way voices. And I'm very excited that you actually were able to kind of clarify some of these things. One other question before we transition over to the huge news that you guys just announced yeah, today. Yeah. Um, my other question is, and I, I think you kind of covered it, but I want to make sure we hit it anyways. Find a way voices. If I distribute through them, is it exclusive or nope. can I be able to take my, Okay, so I can take my sound files anywhere I want then. You can take them anywhere you want. Yeah. Nice. Uh, you can distribute even books that, you're, that are already distributed through Audible. As long as you're not in an exclusivity arrangement with Audible, you gotcha. can pull them and bring them over to, to Findaway if you want. You don't have to use all their vendors. If you decide, I like going direct to Audible, um, then you don't have to use Audible through Findaway. You can just keep your Audible account and distribute everywhere else you want. Mm -hmm. using your server they're just like draft to digital right uh you can pick and choose the uh distribution channels you want there's no exclusivity if uh if you post your book you know today and mm -hmm. three months from now you decide it's not worth it i just want to pull back and only i only want to be an audible in itunes then uh pull all your books from distribution and they'll, they'll take care of it so that's that is amazing and it's definitely reassuring and i'm finding myself the longer i've been in this business the more i kick myself over to the 50 50 royalty splits that i ended up you know getting hey man on. but that's the way it worked yeah I, I have you know three books of my own that are locked into that and uh it's it made me very hesitant to move forward with audio because you know i'm, I'm kind of stuck there now right seven years i mean that's ridiculous a seven that's year a long time that's like we broke right. a mirror what the heck right i know <laughs> marriages that don't last seven years so and then not to mention that i'm now you know i'm shackled to this narrator on um yeah and i love my narrator <laughs> my yeah, narrator nothing wrong with them me too but <laughs> that's not the point the point is now i have someone i have to share ownership with yeah. for the rest of the life of that version of the book unless i want to go and go through the overhead and time of reproducing the book which is kind of a you know jerk move on my part right because now i'm cutting my narrator out so i'm not going to do that but um you know i the whole reason i love indie publishing is uh there are no gatekeepers and there are no limits I, it's all up to me and i own everything so i i was always rankled by the um the acx model yeah, me too. Me too. It's it's just so reassuring, and that's why one of the reasons why I made a lot of a lot of noise over Find Away Voices because it just was that beacon of hope for me to where I because I, I know audiobooks are just expanding massively these days, right. and I think right. it's about twenty five percent increase over the past year in sales, uh, and that's 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 globally speaking through publications, and I'm like that that that's phenomenal. Which I think I got those stats from you guys. Possibly, possibly. Yeah, I usually which I makes them highly suspect. 
<laughs> you guys just throw things They're like, what's a good number? 25%? No, no, 22 and a half percent. It's a little more of a belief. Exactly. exactly. People will buy that. <laughs> so uh, big news. It was announced today. It is really awesome because now it seems that you guys are just removing every single obstacle to be, to be available. And to That's me, you've created a model that people can be able to make money that they can probably take those funds and put it right back into their self-publishing business. Right. So before That's I go good. too far, I want you to go ahead and announce it here on this channel. All right. Okay. And this is officially like as of today and we're recording on uh, October 3rd. Mm -hmm. um, so officially as of today, we have launched a program we call refer a friend mm -hmm. or RAF. Um, and uh, the idea here is it's, it's, it's a sort of affiliate program, right? So if you uh, go and you create or use your existing uh, draft digital account, you can create a URL that's unique to you um, and you can customize it if you like with uh, your name or the name of a show, if you have a podcast or you know anything you want. Um, and then, send that what you what the idea here is you're going to promote that link and you're going to tell authors will be authors as i call them that uh they can publish their draft digital so you got you you evangelize on our behalf right and in exchange for that you will be able to get 10 percent of draft digital's royalty on any books they sell for a period of one year uh that means that the authors don't lose any money right we're not cutting the author out of 10 percent in order to entice you in we cut ourselves out of 10% for one full year after the, uh, after that friend becomes your friend. Um, you, uh, you know, so again, it's this scenario where we want, we built something where everybody gets to cooperate and everybody wins. Right. So you bring in a new author <laughs> and, uh, if you land a whale, by the way, like, you know, somebody talks, Hugh Howie and to join, you know, Hugh Howie is, is a draft digital author, but I mean, if you, you talk a, a mega bestseller into joining on, and uh, using your link to do it, um, you get our 10% and, and that's per book. I mean, that's, that's everything in that author's catalog that sells through us. You get 10%, our 10%. So wow. <laughs> um, now that, you know, it's, it's huge because, for podcasters and video bloggers and, you know, guys like us. Uh, and unfortunately, because I'm a draft digital employee, I don't get to use it. Oh, uh, boo. <laughs> I know, man. You share this with the office. Listen. Tell them, boo, hiss. Write letters. <laughs> you guys write emails. You demand that the Wordslinger podcast get to have its link. Um, but, and it won't. Um, and I, I support that that policy, by the way. But uh, the the idea here is, we of course we want to incentivize people to promote us right yeah. uh no secret of that i mean that's the whole game is about getting people to um to sign up and get an account yeah what we wanted though uh we like to we are in love with the idea of building tools that are all about helping um everyone uh, succeed helping the authors in particular succeed so if you're an influencer for example i mean what I see is say you don't have to be a draft digital author in order to do this either. You can uh, sign up just to create the account that lets you, you know, funnel people into draft digital. Um, you'll still get our autoresponder sequence, you know, asking you to write a book. And frankly, everyone should have a book. Uh, they're the, they're the, they're the best business card. Um, they're the ultimate business card, as I say, but 
the uh, the idea here is that you know it's all about all the rising tide lifts all boats. It's all about helping everyone get the most that they can out of uh, the the success of of each individual author. Um, there are things you know you you have a like a running tally of how many friends you've referred, uh, but because of privacy laws and other things, you're not going to be able to see like. Uh, who who it is it's on your referral list for example who signed up who didn't uh, you can't get any of the numbers you're not going to know how much they sell uh but you know we have to report you know they we, internally we're we have some certain guidelines we have to adhere to <laughs> legally and tax wise and that sort of thing so all that stuff is is being tracked we just can't share it with anybody so i just want to put that out there because i've already had a couple of authors ask like well how i'm going to refer so-and-so so you know how to how can i know when so-and-so joins well, you're not like you can ask them and that's the only legal way you can find out right yeah. <laughs> if they are willing to tell you yeah yeah for sure that makes sense so um and i'm just going to throw just a big scenario out here and <laughs> it could be real world by now i'm not really sure Let's say, for instance, I bring in an author and they're pulling in right about $1,000 to $10,000 in gross sales uh, mm -hmm. per month. We'll say right. 1000 So there's a potential then that I could be earning anywhere from about 100 to to $1,000 then? Damn you for making me do mental math, but yes. <laughs> yes. So we, get, we take 10% okay. of that author's sales when they distribute through us. Okay. And then we're giving you 10% of that 10%. That so, makes sense. There we go. Okay, okay. excellent. Well, now it makes better sense. If we make $1,000 off of that author, you get 100 bucks. Hey, I'll take that all day long. And especially for just referring them to just a magnificent tool in this. And it's not me sitting here sucking up to you. Right. I'm already referring people over there. And I say, I sing your praises quite a bit. And I would yeah. do that without the affiliate, which it's at the link in this video description. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. And do you know which link? Did you get your link already? Not yet. Not yet. But I do okay. plan on having that functioning here. You just told me today, man. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I, look, I'm so this hotel room I'm in right now. This yeah. is like uh, James Blatch's room. He's uh, with the uh, self-publishing formula. Mark, Mark Dawson's self-publishing formula podcast. Okay. Waiting yeah. in my room. Okay. So he's like, he hands me his room card. Uh, they, as soon as they got the uh, press release, they went out and registered because they're like, I don't want someone else grabbing the initials. You know, uh, I, I want to make sure that I have my, so you better get it right after this call. Um, so here's the deal. Th this is the thing that I love about it. Um, it's in your best interest then when you refer an author, uh, I would get them to let you know, because then you can say, if, if you sign up on my account, I will help you market your books every way that I can because you're going to make money off of it. Right? Yeah. So it's that principle. It's, I want you to succeed wow. <laughs> because I succeed. So this is the Zig Ziglar principle in action, man. You know, you can help, you can have anything you want in life. If you're willing to help enough, enough other people get what they want. Here you go. This is proof of concept. Go out, this get people to sign up and then promote the crap out of their work because now you benefit from it. So you that, won't that's see Amazon doing this. You won't see other aggregate publishers yeah. doing this. You guys are blazing a new trail and setting a bar so high that I doubt anybody's going to be able to follow that.
Yeah, well, that's the idea. <laughs> that, that is brilliant. I, I hope you guys are ready to, to get your staff like growing here within the next year, because I imagine over the next year, as this program comes in and unfolds, you're going to probably have more work than you can, you know, shake a stick at. Yes, well, that's the idea. I mean, we're, we're trying to build something that, you know, we, we want something that's going to help authors succeed. Uh, and, you know, we want to grow at the same time. I mean, this, it, there's no secret there. Um, but it, to me personally, I mean, this is my personal mission, right? Um, I want, I want to personally be part of something that's aimed at helping the indie author community grow and become better and more legitimate and more, you know, all the things that you hear, uh, you, you definitely want these, this community to, uh, to be on its feet, to, to be rising. Um, and draft digital, that's just, that's what we do. I mean, that's, that's what we've been since 2012. We've been the company that creates the tools that help authors just accelerate. And, uh, I'm, I'm, pr I'm honored to be a part of that. So. Yeah, you should be. This is just really, really stellar. So, uh, we're going to start to wrap things up. Uh, okay. I really appreciate you taking a little bit of time out of your day, especially as you're going to conferences. Real quick question. Are you guys going to be at the conference up in Philly? I think it is, uh, another couple of weeks, I think in the beginning of November. Anything is possible. I'm not in Philly in a couple of weeks, but uh, Dan Wood maybe. Uh, so, but I, you know, I've been, we're going to more and more of these uh, <clears throat> author centric conferences. We're kind of shying away from the industry focused ones now. Uh, they just weren't benefiting us as much. So, you know, the, anything's possible, man. I, uh, after this little junket, I'm, my wife and I are going to take a, a vacation. We're going to drive to Colorado Springs and uh, chill out there for a week or two because, um, you know, we haven't seen each other in a month. So <laughs> yeah, you can be running all the time. I can't say I blame you, but uh, yeah. anyway, uh, any, uh, how can people get a hold of you? And of course uh, let's, you know, mention draft the digital as well as your own brand. Okay. Uh, well for draft the digital, visit draftedigital.com and we own all the near misses there. So you can, it's draft number two digital.com. But if you forget, it, it can also be TO. Um, if, uh, if you want to reach out to me now and definitely do that and reach out to our support folks, cause you'll get like real live humans who are in Oklahoma city, uh, who, uh, will answer your questions. Uh, tell them I sent you and that that's important. Tell them Kevin Tumlinson said, reach out. Uh, cause I don't get anything at all out of that except my name comes up in Slack and people, you know, <laughs> I get a little bit of street <laughs> Uh, for these, these interviews that I do. If you want to uh, find out more about me, uh, kevintumlinson.com is my uh, author site. Uh, and that you can get hooked up with my podcasts and everything else on that site. So uh, that's all things Kevin Tumlinson right there. Awesome. Very, very good. Any final parting thoughts that you would like to share with this audience, be it newbie self-publishers to veteran self-publishers? No matter what level uh, of the industry you're in at this point, um, you're doing something astounding. Uh, keep at it, but just come back to it every single day. And if you need a hand, reach out. Uh, Draft Digital and I are both here. We're both, you know, focused on uh, making sure you succeed. So come at me. <laughs> nice. Thank you, Kevin. I really appreciate your time. Uh, stick around until after the interview here. Thank you, sir. Big thanks to Kevin for taking time out of his day and his very busy schedule to allow me a little bit of time for this interview. Hey, if you want to check out more on Kevin Tomlinson, make sure that you visit the links down below in the description. That's it for today. Hey, if you enjoyed today's video, make sure that you share it with at least one other person into DIY Publishing too. 
Until later, this has been Self Publishing with Dale, and I'll see you soon.